My name is Justin Hill, registered lobbyist for NetChoice, the right of center trade association um, for, for tech companies across the United States. For the last two years, well, let me give you by way of history, uh, two years ago, I made a very public exit from the Missouri legislature. I resigned in my last term to go work around the country protecting the First Amendment. So often I am usually up here kind of opposing bills, but this is the first time I get to support one because these... Sponsors here actually did it right. This is, as he said, Justin Hill with NetChoice talking about HB3 in the House hearing the other day. HB3 is the one that requires uh, age age verification for access to online pornography. And uh, this guy says, uh, look, we oppose. I was here talking against HB1. That's the ban on social media accounts for anybody under 16 and sort of restrictions on 16 and 17-year-olds. We'll probably talk about that one tomorrow along with term limits. Just, God, there's been some really, really interesting conversations in the Capitol over this stuff. Uh, but he says, look, I oppose that one, but this one, HB3, this is a no-brainer. This is a good good work, gentlemen. We did put in some t- written testimony in opposition of one, just FYI, um, and because we we run a lot of legis- or we run a lot of uh, litigation around the country uh, whenever bills run afoul of the First Amendment. But we hope that maybe you can have some discussion in caucus about making this a priority. I I have been surprised at how easily this has gone, and I'm probably not going to make you listen to the whole thing. But this is the roll call vote. President Tremont, having closed in his bill, Julia, please call the roll on CS for HB three and announce the vote. Representatives Altman. Yes. Arrington? Yes. Barnaby? Yes. Botana? Yes. Racy Davis? Yes. Brannon? Yes. Chamberlain? Yes. Chambliss? Yes. Jill Lombardo? And it goes to the end. I won't I won't subject you to the full thing, but it's about 45 seconds. Chair Gregory has been excused. 21 yeas, zero nays, Mr. Chair. Please show CS for HB3 reported favorably as amended. Congratulations, gentlemen. 21 yeas, zero nays. Because, you know, nobody wants to be the person that's like, no, man, let's get kids access to porn. You know, like nobody wants to be the one who says, I don't know why you got to age verify for pornography online. And it, I mean, it's a very simple concept, right? If kids aren't supposed to have it, then kids aren't supposed to have it. Now, the other bill declaring that social media is dangerous for kids, therefore nobody should have it. That brings up a whole bunch of other issues. Alex, we'll probably talk about that tomorrow. Um, but this one, this porn ID bill is, I mean, sailing through the legislature. So I would expect that to just be law. And we're like the eighth or ninth state to do this. Alabama did it last year. So good. I mean, simple. 437-1624-37-1620. Oh, this is kind of a, you know, every once in a while I get, I'm a collector of all kinds of interesting sound clips and stories. And I just kind of, I always feel like I just want to share the stuff I learned with you. Like that's my job is to go out there into the, the wide, wide world, the world wide web dot of the internet and uh, no please don't ever say www out loud anyway um that's a hint to you older folks um so i go out there and i try to scour it and find all the stuff the problem is i always find more than i can share 
<laughs> so I'm always like, ah, the leftovers. But this was a cool leftover, okay? Um, Captain Paul Flores, his call sign is Party Boy. He is the uh, commanding officer at NES Whiting Field. And he was up there talking about uh, the installation of the year award that um, uh, Whiting Field has gotten, which they, they get all the time. As you might have heard, Whiting Field earned, the, earned selection as the 2024 Commander Naval Region Southeast Installation of the Year. Uh, and that's over 18 bases around the region, all the way to Corpus Christi, up to Meridian, and down to, to Key West. Um, entering running for the coveted 2024 Commander Navy Installation Commander and Installation of the Year. But we don't yet know if we got it or not. We'll see. So they got the Southeast. They're looking for the whole, right? And great. Congra- congratulations and good luck. And, you know, they just they win awards all the time. They're kind of like cat country. They just win awards all the time. <laughs> you know, how many ACMs? Well, let me count. How many rings? You know, that kind of thing. But this is the part that caught my attention because even though I know this, you know, my job is to know stuff like this, but even though I know it, it's still amazing to hear how significant NAS Whiting Field is to the rest of naval aviation, okay? Because, you know, people know NAS Pensacola and they think that's where we make, make pilots, and it kind of, that's true. You know, really, Whiting is where we make pilots, and a lot of them. Let me start by just thanking you and this tremendous community for their tremendous support of naval aviation warfighting. The ability to execute over one million operations at the busiest aviation complex in the world, training 1,200 pilots uh, per year and executing 18% of the U.S. Navy's total flight time. If you think about that, it's an incredible statistic. It's my favorite statistic. 20% of all Navy flying around the world is done right here at Whiting. That's Coronado, that's uh, Norfolk, that's all of our carriers uh, around the world. 20% of all, almost 20% of all Navy flying is done right here out of uh, Whiting Field. I know you don't realize that, because you don't see it as much. You know, we take off from Whiting. we got 12 outlying fields we'll go to, learn how to fly at those outlying fields, and then everybody comes back to Whiting each night. Um, but just an incredible amount of flying that we do here. Um, and you guys are a huge part of that. All of those helicopters and all of those propellers are from Whiting. 18 per- The entire U.S. Navy air flying, airtime in the whole world Carriers, replacement squadrons, training, right? All of that everywhere. 18% of it happens right here at this one facility. It's, I mean, that's amazing. 816 here. And so when we talk about the importance of Whiting and we talk about all the, you know, the folks who work at Whiting and the importance of that to the economy in Santa Rosa County, um, it, I mean, it's a big deal. It really, really is. Anyway, 437-1620, thought I'd share that with you. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right, if you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90, we have a vehicle crash at Woodbine Road causing some slowdown. Also, uh, lots of slow traffic on East Olive Road between Cody Lane and North Davis Highway. North Pace Boulevard and Clay Street, uh, we have a crash with roadblock there, as well as... uh, Caroline Street in Milton, uh, westbound, showing slowdown there from uh, from a vehicle crash. 
Uh, US 98, that'd be Highway 98, uh, as most people call it, eastbound at Fairfield Drive on the west side. We have a vehicle crash with roadblock there. And uh, Highway 90 at the intersection of Scenic Highway showing some backup getting onto Scenic there from Highway 90. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text us, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, and just a reminder that tomorrow, Wednesday, we normally have Mayor D.C. Reeves on at 735. We're going to have him for the whole hour from 7 to 8, and he's going to take your calls, your texts, your questions. I mean, I... You know, I can grill them for an hour, uh, but we want to hear from you tomorrow. So if you don't normally listen at that time, that's going to be extra special. And if you want to ask him questions about anything, anything related to his job as mayor, if you have anything that's related to the city business, that's tomorrow morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. You can, uh, like I said, text us or call us tomorrow morning. Hey, if you're thinking about that next vehicle and trying to decide what to do about it or where to shop for it, Frontier Motors, a great place to buy good quality, almost new cars. You know, one, two, three years young, maybe four or five. Some of the trucks, you might have a little more miles because they can last longer too. Um, but they specialize in cars that are, where you're like going to be the second owner. Okay, somebody else paid a big price and they got the new car smell and you're going to pay a much lower price and you're going to get everything but the new car smell. <laughs> that's the idea behind these cars. Drive them for, you know, 50, 100, 150,000 miles. That's how I do. That's how Dave Ramsey recommends that you do. They're a good investment and, you know, you just get good quality cars. Uh, so that's what they have there. 300 different, you know, ones on the lot. You can test drive a bunch and I recommend you test drive a handful uh, and see what you really like. And then if they've got what you want, buy it. And if they don't have what you want, well, tell them to go find it. They can. They will. Frontier Motors has been serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. From our spectacular beaches to the miles of rivers and unspoiled forests, the Gulf Coast offers some of the best family adventure around. And the Subaru Crosstrek and Subaru Forester are the perfect family vehicles to explore every dune and unpaved trail in Northwest Florida. Both come standard with sure-footed symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you deep into the wild places you love. The Crosstrek is powered by a 182 horsepower Subaru Boxer engine that adds plenty of go to any adventure. And the Forester boasts 9.2 inches of ground clearance to get you through every wilderness challenge. There's more than enough room for your gear and plenty of options to make the Crosstrek or Forester fit your lifestyle. In a Subaru, the destination is the journey. So grab the kids and the dog and follow your own path to adventure. Love is out there at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, on Online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. I'm Fouad Reves, a home builder. Did you know there's a deadly, invisible radioactive gas that can seep into homes from underground? It's radon. Breathing radon can cause lung cancer. So protect your family. Talk to your builder. Tell them you want a healthier, safer, radon-resistant home. Learn more. Visit the EPA at epa.gov radon. That's epa.gov radon. This public service announcement is brought to you by the EPA, who does not endorse this particular builder or any other commercial enterprise. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. And now for my next impression, Jesse Owens. <laughs> Don't be afraid of your freedom. Absolutely has to be the top of the list of a movie that could never get made today. Never. So sad. Such a yeah. great movie. 
Oh, man. 821 News Radio 92.3. Good morning. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. And uh, you've heard uh, David talking about this a little bit this morning in his newscast. And I wanted to give you a chance to hear kind of the whole thing. Sometimes in the news, they, they you know, they'll, they'll give you a part and it's important, um, you know, because of time constraints. I have sometimes a little bit more luxury to play the longer version of it. And uh, that's the case here. Because uh, yesterday in the Santa Rosa County Commission, the committee meeting, they had uh, Captain Mayhew from the Navarre Beach Fire Rescue talking about a rescue that took place on the 8th and we had all those big storms and tornadoes and stuff. And I want to let you hear his description of what they did because this is amazing. January 8th, um, we had those big storms. I'm sure everybody's getting the the gale force winds alert on their phones. But uh, about 4.30 p.m., we get toned out for a kite surfer uh, out on the the sound in the bar beach. Um, so we get out there and we can see this kite surfer with this kite going up and down, slap it against the water, maybe I'd say what, 400 yards out, something like that. Um, it's, he was visible, um, visible with the binoculars and uh, he just kept drifting west and west. And these are five foot swells. Um, so he got to the point where we couldn't see him anymore in binoculars, but we launched our jet ski. Uh, Felix Hernandez, uh, he was the, uh, the driver on that, and um, we, just, we just had to locate the guy, which was the hardest part, and the most time-consuming with five-foot swells, but he, he got him, um, did a good job with that, and brought him back to shore safely uh, right before it turned nighttime. So, yep, yeah, it was... A tough one. <laughs> and he, the way he's talking about it is so calm. I, mm, I mean, that's that could have been a whole other outcome. And not just for the kite surfer, right? So, because, you know, people go out when it's rough, and that's when they think they're going to get the best, you know, the most fun. And true, you know, you're not probably ever going to convince surfers and kite surfers and folks who do those sorts of things that you know safety first i mean safety yes but safety is not the most important thing or you wouldn't do the endeavor in the first place right so it's fun it's thrilling it's rewarding it's challenging it's dangerous okay sometimes danger leads to you know events and those events demand a rescue and sometimes the rescuers are in danger too so uh man i'll just tell you my my hat's off to them and uh, i appreciate what they do and you know we're just I'm such an emphatic supporter of everybody who risks themselves for others. You know, uh, and and by the way, I'll I say it this way. Um, I don't say this very often. I, I tend to say it more during election season. I don't mean to put politicians in the same group as first responders, but I think you'll understand what I mean. Um, I certainly respect all of your first responders, your law enforcement, your ECFR, your uh, EMS in both counties, your Navarre Fire Beach, you know, Beach Fire Rescue. I mean, all of it, okay? That's uh, PFD, okay? All of it. I also think that, you know, risk and danger comes in different forms. And it's not the same, but I also appreciate politicians, even the ones I disagree with. I appreciate them because, frankly, they're willing to do a job that I don't think I'm ever willing to do. <laughs> you know, it's just to. Because, you, you know, it's one thing to be a guy on the radio sharing opinions and information, it is a whole other thing when you are making decisions about people's taxes and their houses and their neighborhoods and the rules of their roads and it's it's a hard thing to do 
And it is an ugly business to get elected and stay elected. And it is uh, often an ugly business to uh, administer the office that you've been entrusted with. And so even though there were ones that I just really think shouldn't be in the office, I still respect them for running and I respect the people who lose and the risk that they encounter in dealing with it. And sometimes it's more than that. I mean, it can be financial, you know. <laughs> look at look at the money that Doug Underhill's on the hook for. You know, I mean, there can be a lot involved in going into politics. 825 here on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right, we've got some accidents around town that we're keeping an eye on, but no major slowdowns really this morning to report. We do have uh, Woodbine Road as you're coming out of Milton, <clears throat> excuse me, on Highway 90. Uh, we do have a vehicle crash there, North Pace Boulevard at Clay Street. We do have a crash with roadblock there as well. And US 98, Highway 98 eastbound at Fairfield Drive over on the west side. We have a vehicle crash with roadblock there. But like I said, no major slowdowns from these accidents. Just keep that in mind. And uh, East Burgess Road getting by West Florida High School this morning, slow in both directions from the school zone there. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker, Traffic on the Five. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, all eyes on New Hampshire today as uh, voters head to the polls there for the state's presidential primary. Of course, uh, the big battle is the between former President Donald Trump and uh, Nikki Haley. On the Democrat side, President Biden's name not on the ballot due to a dispute over the primary calendar. Defense officials say another round of strikes on Houthi targets was carried out by the U.S. and U.K. in Yemen yesterday. Those airstrikes hit underground storage sites and locations associated with the group's missile and air surveillance. And uh, we heard yesterday Adam Harrison, that's the son of Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars, his uh, son uh, Adam Harrison had died. Well, we're learning a bit more about those circumstances today. Authorities say Adam died from a fentanyl overdose. Uh, Rick and the family released a statement yesterday saying, the fentanyl crisis in this country needs to be taken more seriously. And if you're wondering who Adam was, he was uh, w- the oldest of Rick Harrison's sons, but he was never on the TV show. So right. It's- All right. Very good, David. Thank you so much for the update. I saw this story the other day, and I just thought it was fascinating. Um, the headline was, uh, it was a Newsweek story. The headline was, Americans can no longer afford their cars. It said, since 2020, new car prices have risen by 30%. Meanwhile, used car prices have jumped 38% in the last, you know, three and a half, four years. In 2023, a year during which inflation slowed down to the point that the Fed is actually not hiking rates anymore, new car prices still rose 1% to an average, this is mind-boggling to me, to $50,000, the average price of a new car. While used car prices fell by only 2% to an average of $31,000. That's still amazing. In my mind, a car should be ten grand and a house should be a hundred. I'm just <laughs> still I, I feel for these people that grew up in like the '40s and then you know I understand. Um, but as things stand, cars are still really expensive. Most Americans, just ten percent of new cars list below thirty grand, and in used cars, only a quarter, twenty-eight percent, are below twenty grand. The question is why? Okay, it's not just inflation, by the way. Um, but here's a sobering fact about this: is in order to properly afford a car, they're saying $100,000 of annual income if you follow the 10% of your income on car-related expenses. That means that more than 60% of American households can't afford to buy a new car. And if it's just individuals, not households, you know, single income, 82%. So why are they so expensive? 
Um, the average transaction price in 2019 for a car was 38.5. In, two, in 2023, 47.9. Why? Well, we know the pandemic disruption, but that's not it. Is exactly. What happened is that dealers had customers lined up basically to buy vehicles that weren't available. So supply chain disruptions forced them to prioritize cars they'd make more money on. More profitable, higher trim package, higher price, which means that the inventory shifted to the higher sticker price. And people are more frequently demanding things like your big SUVs and you know more expensive versions of cars. And so they got rid of the smaller, cheaper vehicles. It'd be $20,000 or less. And so those ones weren't selling as much, so they didn't sell them as much. They didn't make them as much. So it's not just a, oh, Biden stinks, maybe so, but it has to do with consumer demand, the way the pandemic forced decisions about which kind of car type to invest in, what people are demanding. And the point is, is that people are demanding the more expensive cars, and so they're producing the more expensive cars, and so there's less demand to pull down the price because there's fewer of those available. I, I just thought that was an interesting problem to be facing and a big challenge for an awful lot of people. David Wayne will have your local news coming up next, right after Fox. Stick around. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Well, Donald Trump won Iowa, the second contest of the Republican presidential races today in New Hampshire, essentially between Trump and Nikki Haley now, saying about her supporters on Fox and Friends. They're excited about something different, and they want to get our country back on track, and they want that energy, they want that momentum, and they want to know that there's hope and there's solutions that we can do going forward. We're excited about it. Nikki Haley has made an unholy alliance with rhinos, never-Trumpers, Americans for no prosperity. The former president at a rally in Laconia, New Hampshire. The Oscar nominations are announced up for Best Picture. American Fiction. Anatomy of a Fall. Barbie. The Holdovers. Killers of the Flower Moon. Maestro. Oppenheimer. Past Lives. Poor Things. And The Zone of Interest. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences nominating Oppenheimer for 13 awards in all. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Right now it is cloudy and 58 degrees in Pensacola this morning. The Cassie Carley Law has made it through the state house. It was filed by local lawmaker Joel Rudman. House Bill 385 actually came from the recommendations of some of Cassie's friends and loved ones. And the law would require sheriff's offices across the state to create a safe space for custody exchanges, which would include lighting, surveillance cameras, and appropriate markers so parents know where that is. And uh, locally, the Escambia Sheriff's Office has said they'd welcome the law uh, as they already have an area that would meet the criteria. They're just waiting to install the signage. Cassie Carley was a Navarre mother. She was murdered after meeting her ex for a custody exchange back in 2022. Authorities in Santa Rosa County now are officially calling off the search for a kayaker that went missing in Escambia Bay last week. 41-year-old Jeremy Point was reported missing on Thursday. On Friday, searchers recovered his kayak underneath the Escambia Bay Bridge, but there was no sign of Point. And yesterday, the sheriff's office officially called off that search. They said weather conditions since his disappearance would have been unsurvivable. 
Uh, Escambia Sheriff's investigators now ruling a deadly stabbing over the weekend as a case of self-defense. Sheriff Chip Simmons tells Channel 3 a 38-year-old man died on Friday at a home on 66th Avenue. It all started with an argument between him and his 71-year-old mother. The 38-year-old picked up a knife and started cutting himself. The mother tried to stop him from cutting himself. Um, He became aggressive, and then she ended up getting stabbed. And at that point, the woman's 68-year-old boyfriend also stepped in to help and stabbed her son in self-defense. Investigators say they do not plan to bring charges forward in this case. Uh, Well, a student at Gulfbury's High School being honored for being a good Samaritan. Now, this is after yesterday morning's motorcycle crash on 98. I waited for the traffic to kind of clear up, and I just booked it. And I noticed the man was unresponsive on the ground, like laid out like on a star position. And in my head, I was like, that's not good. That is 17-year-old Cole Clark. He talked with Channel 3. And what happened after this crash, and that was yesterday morning at about 7 a.m., Clark uh, saw the motorcyclist in the road, ran to the scene, and performed CPR. A short time later, EMS crews and uh, other adults arrived, and the injured motorcyclist is now recovering at a local hospital. And Clark, he'll, he'll graduate this May. He plans to study sports medicine when he goes to college. Congressman Matt Gates will be at Navarre High School this week announcing his Service Academy nominations. Gates has the duty, and uh, he says the privilege, to identify, select, and nominate students from the 1st Congressional District to attend the Air Force military, naval, and merchant marine academies. He'll be announcing his 46 nominations this Thursday night. The event is open to the public. It'll be at Navarre High School from 6.30 until 8 p.m. It's 8.35 at News Radio 92.3, and Jake has a look at our traffic on the fives. All right, just got a uh, update here on my traffic tip line. Thanks for keeping me updated this morning. Um, here we go. North Pace Boulevard in Clay Street. We have a crash with roadblock there. Also, Highway 98 eastbound at Fairfield Drive on the west side of Pensacola. We have a vehicle crash with roadblock there as well, slowing things down. And East Burgess Road by West Florida High School this morning, slow in both directions from the school zone there. This report is brought to you by Staples Stores. Staples Stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We are going to be seeing a much warmer day in store today with those wet conditions. We're going to be seeing scattered isolated showers as we go throughout the day. 30% chance of rain with a high near 65. Overnight tonight, staying warm with lows in the 60s. For our Wednesday, heavy showers and thunderstorms possible. 50% chance of rain with a high near 71. And Wednesday night, temperatures dropping near 65. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. And right now we've got cloudy skies all across the area. 58 in Pensacola, 57 in Gulf Breeze, and 55 in Milton. Your money now this morning looks like a mixed open uh, on Wall Street. The Dow is down 7105 at 37,930. The S&P 500 up, but just barely up 354 at 4853.97. The Nasdaq up 534 at 1536562. Our 10-year bond rate up uh, at 4.14% this morning. Our gold prices up $2.40 at 2024.60. Silver prices up uh 
fifteen cents at twenty two forty five, and Bitcoin down uh, down fourteen hundred forty one ninety three at thirty eight seven thirty seventy nine this morning. United Airlines forecasting a first quarter loss after the FAA grounded Boeing seven thirty seven Max nine jets this month. The announcement came after, of course, the door plug blew out of that Alaska Airlines flight earlier this month. California State University's historic faculty strike is over. After less than a day, the California Faculty Association and CSU agreed to a tentative deal last night. And ethics ratings for almost all professions this year are down. That's according to a new Gallup survey that asked 800 Americans to rate the honesty and ethical standards of those who work in 23 different labor fields. Labor union leaders were the only profession rated more highly this year than in 2019 by one percentage point, up to 25%. Nurses had the highest rating overall at 78%, but that's still down from 85% in 2019. It's 838, our next news at 9, and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. It's a new year, and that means new savings on your next Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports. Remember 0% financing? Well, it's returned to Pete Moore Imports and is now available on all 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos crossover models. In addition to 0% financing, Pete Moore Imports is discounting those models like the 2023 Taos SE, now from $31,245, and the 2023 Tiguan SE R-Line, now from $34,791. Both discounted models offer 0% financing for 60 months and with the new year comes the 2024 atlas se now from 38696 and the 2024 atlas cross sport se from 37361 start saving this month at feedmore imports they're not in car city so you won't pay car city prices feedmore imports is on new warrington road pensacola special apr rate for qualifying credit through bci sale price before tag tax title and associated dealer fees must take delivery by february 29 2024 see dealer for details Join the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 1030 as Bess Marks from Lazy Boy Gulf Coast joins the show and talks about Lazy Boy's upcoming events at all three Gulf Coast locations, Pensacola, Spanish Fort, and Mobile. How to incorporate Lazy Boy's free in-home design service with recliners, sofas, accessories, and artwork to make your home look just like a picture out of a magazine. Text or call in your questions from the Pensacola Expert Panel at 850-437-1620, weekdays from 9 to 11 on News Radio 92.3. Are you ready for a triple dose of wit, insight, and laughter? Tune in to News Radio Pensacola for the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show from 11 to 2. Your daily dose of engaging conversation and hilarious banter. Join Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins as they tackle the biggest news stories, pop culture moments, and everything in between. They'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud from start to finish. Don't miss a minute of the fun. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show, 11 till 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. So earlier today, I shared with you an article from the New York Post. It was from a uh, news site in Australia, and it was talking about 
Um, the anxiety that Gen Z feels talking on the phone, that they have trouble talking on the phone, that they will avoid doing tasks that require the phone, that they might turn down a job if it required them talking on the phone, that they will write down their thoughts and anticipate the other person's comments and write their own response before they talk on the phone in real time. And as a horrified um, Gen Xer (laughs) reading this, I thought, okay, well, here we are. But I think they're not the only ones. I know some adults who do not like talking on the phone. That's the question for the day, 437-1620. Not the text versus phone call versus email versus chat. I just mean, do you like talking on the phone? Or do you endure talking on the phone? Or do you dislike talking on the phone? 437-1620, See, I don't know about you. My generation grew up on the phone. I mean... We talk on the phone all the time. And I'm not, you know, sometimes it's with your friends. Sometimes it's with your, you know, your girl. Sometimes it's that call to meet the girl, which is always a very, very horrifying experience, making (laughs) that first call to some girl's house and having to wade through her dad and her mom and her sister. You know, Mm -hmm. and finally, you finally get the girl. And she's like, now, who is this again? Right now, that's not good. Um, So, (laughs) 437 1620. Do you like or dislike talking on the phone, Jake? uh, And tell me why. You know, not a yes, no. Just give me me some why here. Well, I used to love it because that was all we had. And uh, I still. Long distance romance when you were on the road drumming. Right, exactly. Um, But uh, now it's, I'm a text guy. If I've got to talk on the phone, it's, it's usually just uncomfortable and. It kind of, to me, it seems like it gets in the way of what I'm doing uh, because I have to really, like you said, I have to stop and devote my attention mm-hmm. to the call unless, I, you know, some people are rude and they'll eat or, or do other things <laughs> while they're talking to me. And I'm like, can, can you just text me or call me back? <laughs> That's, but you would sit across the table and eat with them, right? Uh, most of those people, yes. Okay, fine. Sure. I got you. All right. All right. Yeah. So, so you don't dislike it. You just think texting is more efficient. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just, the older I get, yeah. I, I love talking on the phone. The The only time I don't love talking on the phone is when you're you're talking with somebody and you're like, I kind of want this conversation to be over, but I'm not quite sure how to make that happen. <laughs> That's the only time it's not great. The goodbye goodbyes. Yeah, but uh, talking on and but I will say this. Okay, I will say this. I've actually had training on how to talk on the phone. I mean, I did, and not 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 necessarily on the phone per se, but you know, I, I think I did. You know, I've done outside sales. I've done. You know, door-to-door sales. I used to do Amway a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, I mean, I worked as a customer service in, you know, like at Blockbuster and took call. I mean, so I've had a lot of experience on the phone sort of for jobs in addition to just as a person. And so I know that for me, the things that bother me, like public speaking is one of these major anxieties for most people. And for me, I'm like, oh, no, public speaking is fun. As long as you let me talk about what I want to talk about. I hate reading other people's scripts and I hate performing material where I'm like, I don't know what that is. Uh, but if it's just me getting up to speak, oh, that doesn't bother me. So same thing for the phone. You know, I know what I'm, I know what I'm there for. That's fine. But these, there are folks who feel genuine anxiety. Like they get a scared. They're going to be humiliated. They're going to feel like they say something dumb. And I went, yeah, sure. That can happen. But, and, <laughs> you know, and, you don't die from it. I mean, I have had people slam doors in my face and tell me to get a real job. I just, you know, that sucks. Phone's way less hard than that. But that's me, you know. And I will tell you, oh, two things I got to tell you. Number one, my wife does not like talking on the phone. She inefficient. She'd rather text. Uh, she doesn't like the stress or, of, you know, again, getting it all right and remembering what to say. She kind of identifies a little bit more with the, the Gen Zers. 
Uh, but I also need to tell you this because I told her last night, we talked yesterday about sleep habits and sleep divorces and all that. And I told you she and I sleep at, like, our heads are at opposite corners of the bed. And I said it's because of the fan noise. She likes it on her. And she said, yeah, it's because of the fan noise, you snore monster. <laughs> mm. So she wanted to be, and I need to be honest, she stays in the same bed but sleeps at the opposite corner in order to avoid my monstrous uh uh, noise so uh just just for clarity's sake and she said that's really the only reason okay i'll tell them that's fine 845 on news radio 92.3 okay so do you like talking on the phone or you do not somebody here says with friends yes with anyone else no yeah i mean like i, I talked to my dad for an hour and my wife says what did you talk about and i don't know <laughs> but it was fun you know talking to friends is fun somebody here says it depends on who i'm talking to presumably if you like them you're comfortable around them yes if not somebody says uh four three seven sixteen twenty i like talking on the phone with my friends but we all text each other first to make sure we're not busy doing something else and that we have time to actually talk on the phone oh that's true i mean phone's an intrusion for sure yeah uh and you know and then you know it's going to take a half hour to talk to this person you call them and then you don't get them you're like great now they're going to call me back when it's not convenient Always happens. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? All right. Not too bad around town this morning. We're looking at some vehicle crashes. Uh, we've got North Pace Boulevard at Clay Street. Uh, also, Highway 98 at Fairfield Drive on the west side. And uh, a little bit of slow traffic going by West Florida High School this morning on East Burgess Road. But other than that, we're looking great. You can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, 437-1620, the, the question of the day is, do you like to talk on the phone? Or do you avoid the, the phone or do you just kind of indifferent to it? Because there's this whole thing about uh, Gen Zers who, and millennials, I guess, who just, they freak out. Like, phone anxiety. Like, that's going to be the next disorder, which, by the way, you know, telephone anxiety syndrome is likely to become a disability for which jobs have to provide an accommodation. Can't discriminate against you if you don't want to talk on the phone. I mean, like, that's where we're headed, right? Because everything needs an accommodation these days. Um, I would just think, you know, hey, if you can't talk on the phone and that's the job, then, you know, goodbye. But anyway, uh, you know, but good luck finding employees. That's the other problem you got today. Anyway, back to the conversation. 437-1620, do you like talking on the phone? Somebody here says... um, I like talking on the phone because I can convey my sarcasm effectively. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because in a text, you hope they get it. And you're always a little bit unsure. And over the phone, you can definitely get it. Yeah. You know, laughter is better on the phone, right? Plus, there's just something beautiful about people's voices. It really is. Uh, somebody says, it depends on the person I'm talking to. I prefer texting over talking, but enjoy talking over Bluetooth in the car. Ooh, I'm not a fan of the Bluetooth. The quality and the sketchiness is always a problem for me. Uh, let's <laughs> start making a, an Amway joke. You can't go diamond if you can't work the phones. Oh, that's true. Or even direct. Uh, somebody here says, um, prefer a phone call for the clarity and connection. Do appreciate texting for the convenience. And I also like to text a lot, especially because you can, if it's a thing that doesn't need an urgency, you know, and they can get back to you. And sometimes they got to go check on a thing. I do a lot of texts where it's going to, I ask this person to go find something out, you know, and it's going to take them a minute to get back. Uh, I was born in 83, so I'm unsure where I fall. Maybe elder millennial. I will avoid talking on the phone at all costs. Would rather run into fire. Oh. They, they call those geriatric millennials. That's okay, the term right. for us because, yeah. You're a little too old to be a millennial, but you still kind of identify as one. Yeah, exactly. You weren't identified millennial at birth, but or assigned millennial at birth, but... 
but yes, you identify with it now. Yeah, yes. you're you're Did, transgenerational. Has your wife ever, or you ever called your wife and stopped a text thread because you were starting to misunderstand? Oh yeah, the sentiment behind that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh and man, you know, that's sometimes dangerous. you you get into a text, and that can be not just with your spouse, but with anybody. Where anybody, you're like, yeah. ah, this needs a phone call. Yeah, you know, this is not a texting. This, and, and the texting is going the wrong direction. No, I agree with you about that. Somebody says, uh, I can't stand the new customer service parrot script. Just speak to me like I'm a real person. Oh, yeah. Well, if you can find one in the first place. Somebody says, uh, oh, they're talking about my snoring. Says, uh, I have, I may have sleep apnea, old man. I could just have fat. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's we're going to try that solution first. Uh, somebody says, I inevitably try and order a pizza online and cannot do it. I have to break down and make the phone call. 50-year-old white male can't embrace the new technology. Oh, my God, I am so the same. I would rather just call and get the person. Mm-hmm. And I can work it out and I can adapt in real time and get the information or place the order. I, okay, no, I'm so glad you mentioned this. I get stressed about ordering things online for fear I've made a mistake there. Right. Oh, my God. Finalized purchase for the tickets or the cruise or the pizza or the whatever. Did I enter it all right? Did I put a decimal in the right place? Is this going to be $1,000, not $100? I have that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the flip side. Maybe if phone people, you know, anti-phone people feel that way about phone calls, I sort of, if that's the feeling, because I do, I I still do it, but I don't like it. I would rather call and place the order, or I would rather, I see, I'm old, That's but I would rather do that because I know it's going to be right, as opposed to the, I'm going to make some push a button error. 437-1620, somebody says, uh, I'm so glad that person texted that. Uh, I believe I've fallen into an indifferent category. Okay, fair enough. Uh, somebody says, I like talking on the phone. If only Siri understood Southern English. <laughs> nice. Nicely done. 437-1620. That's your frivolous topic of the day. Um, you, you, <laughs> it just occurs to me. I'm always thinking of elevator situations. I've always lived in big cities where I have a lot of buildings with elevators. I mean, I know we have some here, but not a lot. Um, so I always think of the elevator conversation. Like the frivolous topic could be your elevator question. You could ask somebody, do you like talking on the phone? You know, it'd be a funny question to ask somebody in an elevator. Hey, do you like talking to strangers in elevators? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you're not wanted for anything, are you? Hey, if you're thinking about buying that next one, speaking of somebody who loves talking to new people, uh, Christina Lever loves meeting new people. And, you know, if you haven't met her and haven't talked with her about real estate, just do it. Just do it. Give her a call and say, Andrew says we should talk to you. You have questions or you have answers for my questions. And you'll help me ask better questions, too. And, you know, one of the things I've been recently thinking about is um, sometimes the reason you put off thinking about buying a home for the first time, especially or maybe a second or whatever, is like that feeling of uncertainty or the challenge of the project or, you know, just kind of vague reasons we delay a thing, procrastinate. Could be you disagree with your spouse or you're significant, you know, like you're not on the same page. And maybe what you need is somebody to come in and talk to you both and say, okay, here's what's going on. Here's what you can afford. Here's what we think you can likely get. Here's the kind of places you can live. You know, and just get information. Because you know what it might turn out? It might turn out that that's just the little bump you need to get over and make a decision. Um, it could also mean that that's the roadblock that you didn't anticipate that makes you make the other decision. I don't know. You won't know till you talk to her. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenworth Realty, they're fantastic. 723-9158. And I appreciate the text from somebody who said, Andrew, you're not old. Thank you. I'll keep, keep believe. I'm I'm about in my head. I'm 13. I feel like the body is about 30. This the birth certificate does not agree with me. Hey Pensacola, Dave Ramsey here. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Gulf Coast Air Care. They've been trusted members of your community for over 25 years 
owner Todd St. Ors and his team focus on the indoor air quality side of HVAC for the people who want comfortable, healthy, and energy-efficient homes and workplaces. Gulf Coast Air Care can help you with dusty, moldy, or leaky duct systems, hot or cold rooms, and odors, and humidity issues. They test for duct leaks, and they do the repairs. If you need duct cleaning, duct repairs, or air filtration, you should call them today. Remember what Todd always says, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Call Gulf Coast Air Care today at 850-934-2768 or visit them online at gulfcoastaircare.com. That's 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish, fresh Gulf seafood, and delicious homemade sides. Weekday specials include two times Tuesday, six free shrimp added to the six-piece dinner. Wednesdays offer lunch basket specials and everyone's favorite Shrimp-tastic Thursday, five bucks off all-you-can-eat shrimp. Serving fresh seafood daily. Visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. See you at David's. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. The Milton Mardi Gras Parade is Saturday night, rolling at 5 o'clock from Milton High School. Catch the beads, then join in the after party with food trucks, kids' activities, live music, and more. See crewofairshippirates.com. The third annual Pensacola Pas de Gras event downtown on Garden Street is Sunday from 11 to 4, a day filled with lots of paws and family fun. Visit pensacola.com for more. Submit your events at newsradio923.com. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. How rude. Almost air drum, but I feel self conscious in front of you, Jake. Uh, on <laughs> that so one, you can air drum all you that's want. It's a super easy one, isn't it? <laughs> well, just, yeah, but, I don't you know, know why they made that enough. song. Yeah, all right. 437 Oh, uh, tomorrow from 7 to 8, we're doing a radio town hall with Mayor DC Reeves. That means you can call or text. You do not have to call if you're scared about, which, by the way, can I, I'll say this. Um, that's from 7 to 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. So, you know, get your question in mind and then you can ask him. I actually understand. I talk about how being, you know, I know people are nervous to talk in front of people, and, you know, I don't really understand that because I, that doesn't bother me. But I will say this. I do sympathize. I think one of the hardest things you can ever do uh, in terms of that fear, anxiety thing is is call a radio show. That's stressful. I I, I find that stressful. And the re- I haven't done it in a long time, but uh, when I used to once in a while do it, I would, you know, I mean, this is back when I was a teacher, and I would call a radio show to tell them, you know, what I thought. And it's, I'm like, why is my heart beating so fast? This is crazy. Why am I stressed out about this? I talk mm-hmm. in front of people for a living and I know what I'm going to say and I'm smart and people like me, uh, you know, and, but there's something Dog about the being on the air part and something about they're in control and something about they often are, you know, bad actors and they'll try to make you look stupid. 
and make fun of you. And there's something kind of about all of that put together. Even raising your hand in class or in a you know Sunday school, something like that, that can be stressful for people. Because again, you don't, unless you really know the person and know the context, it's, you know, anxiety for people. You, they're going to, I'm not going to look good. I'm not going to articulate this well. I don't know. I, you know, I understand. This is a very different thing. And I'm, I'm saying, even as having been, like, I uh, think of the example is uh, one time I didn't, I did a, Gosh, I did an interview one time. Who was it? No, I can't remember. It wasn't News. Maybe it was Newsmax. I don't know, something. They just did an interview, like a Zoom interview, and on the air about politics or something. This is in the last five or six years. And I'm like, why is this stressing me out so much? But, you know, there it is. It's just reality. Uh, let's see. Let's get traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay. Uh, if you're headed down Highway 98 westbound between Tiger Point and proper in the uh, the Oriole Beach area, we have some really slow traffic there westbound. Also, we have vehicle crashes. Uh, Woodbine, actually that one's cleared up. Uh, North Pace Boulevard and Clay Street, we have a crash with roadblock. And uh, Highway 98 eastbound and Fairfield Drive on the west side, we have a vehicle crash with roadblock there. And uh, East Burgess Road by West Florida High School, slow in both directions from the school zone there. You can always call or text our traffic tip line. Thank you for all the tips this morning. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. I saw this story the other day, and I just thought it was so I don't, just irritating, frankly. First District Court of Appeal last Friday uh, has set arguments. This is from the News Service of Florida. Set arguments for February 13th in a dispute about whether dogs should be allowed in bars. Three-judge panel Tallahassee-based appeals court will hear the case, which involves Tampa and Orlando bars. Pups Pub Tampa was issued a sanitation certificate in December 2020 with an agreement that it would not serve food, so you can serve, you know, I guess beer and bar snacks, and you can't serve food. Also, the pub took steps such as installing a gate to keep dogs out of the drink service area, but in June of 2022, the Tampa bar was cited for a violation relating to having dogs in business. Why is there even a rule for this? I just, I, if a bar or a restaurant lets dogs and you don't like dogs, don't go. Period. I I don't understand. I mean, seriously, I don't understand. Like, you may not be a dog person. That's fine. Don't go to the bar. Cats. I would not personally go to a restaurant that let cats run around and jump on the table because of the fur. And cats are disgusting creatures. But, you know, because, right? But that, that's me. I wouldn't go. <laughs> if your steakhouse has cats, I'm not going. But I don't. But if you like a steakhouse with cats, great. Why is this? They're not the health department. What does the health department have to do with this? If you want dogs, great. If you don't want dogs, great. Just why is this a rule? Why do we have to have a court case over this? Anyway. <laughs> Clark, I, I said, that jello is real good. <laughs> Well, that's more of a different issue. I mean, I guess it's just I, you know, worked in England and just dogs are in everything. So whatever. All right. Um, uh, Haley Trump, who wins today by what margin? Uh, Trump by a big margin. I got Trump by 10, uh, 45, yeah. f- f- uh, 55, 45. And I think she drops out tonight or tomorrow. You think yep. so? Yeah. Local yeah. news every hour and breaking news when it matters most. News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze Milton, Pensacola.